Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. Welcome back to yet another Lockdown Sound Podcast. Joining me, as always, today is my co-host, Hunter Trumbull. Yeah, I'm here. Well, he sounds very excited, and we're going to hop into some of the questions that y'all have sent in over the past few weeks to kind of get the ball rolling here. Um, Do you have anything you want to say before we get going? Some of your hot takes for the day? No, I don't have anything for the day. Alrighty. I don't know any of these questions. No, he doesn't. And I'm going to hit him by surprise and see if we get at least one good quality answer out of him. We usually don't get that, but we'll try our best here. We'll try our best. All right. Uh, do you want an easy one or a hard one to start with? Oh, you know what? Give me an easy one. Okay. Well, last time you said it was going to be easy and it ended up being a tough one. That's true. Because so. you went a different route than I thought. But for the very first one, do you recommend a boat over kayaks? Is it worth me purchasing one? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay, so I have a couple theoreticals there. Okay. Is it hey. just you or do you have buddies? <clears throat> We're going to assume it's him and one other guy. One other guy. Is Maybe there, two. Is the other guy willing to go in on it with you? No. No. So it's just you. That's my guess. Ooh, where do you live? He lives in, I'm going to make up, uh, Alabama. Alabama? Yep. Oh, my Lord. You know, I'm going to pick a pin on our map here Alabama. that we show the call to. Alabama. Uh, I mean... He lives in Shelby County, Alabama. It's a, a sale we've made in Shelby County for a duck call. Dude, so. I don't have any clue how they hunt down there. If you're in, Shel- <laughs> if you're in Shelby County, Alabama, I'm going to go kayak. Kayak? Okay. Because I don't think Alabama is super high on the list of killing ducks. So we're going to go kayak. All right. What if you move a couple hundred miles over and he is in Missouri? Missouri. Mm. We're looking at our map here, looking at pins and what's on our map. We have a map here. I don't know if you're on the river. If if, you know what, we're gonna head away from the states there for a second. I don't know how these people hunt, (laughs) but um, I guess I shouldn't ask that question. You ask question. I know. I'm just answering. I'm gonna say boat. It's a little boat. Get a ten footer. Get a twelve footer. Little cheap. Couple hundred bucks. Couple hundred bucks. John boat. Throw a two and a half horse motor on the back of it. Whatever you need. I think that's kind of better, actually, because they're light enough that you can pick them up and move them around the way you need to move them around, but they're fast enough in other places that you can kind of get places much quicker than you would a kayak. I like the mobility of the kayaks, but... We started off kayak hunting before we bought our boat, and it is much better to use a boat. I'm team boat all the way. I'm team boat all the way. No, I, I am. I, Throw a blind on the boat, or even the kayaks, if you're just using it to transport. The kayaks are nice. I think they are for certain situations, but we had to, we had to row like... Two miles. It was bad. That's dumb. Rowing two miles in kayaks is dumb. That's stupid. Throw the motor on and cruise. You throw the motor on and cruise. No, the boat, I'm boat all the way. Team okay. Boat. Team boat all the way. So that one is much quicker than I thought it'd be. Um, what, what circumstances would you recommend a kayak? Um, first of all, if you're hunting no wake, if you're hunting no wake, I would say that's great. If, you're a, if you are hunting as a single guy, if it's just you... And you like to be on your own and kind of just move about. Oh, but what about the situations where, let's say, like we had last year where the uh, your puppy is getting into some things over there. Yeah, I know. Our, he's being our official uh, shot mascot for now. He's being a hellion. He is being a hellion. Uh, what, what about the situations? Motherfuck. Why does he do that? 
Would you quit farming? If you're just hunting like swampland and like marsh and stuff, and there's not really much big water and you don't really have to row that far, I would say go kayak all the way because it's kind of it's kind of fun and you can slip into places that boats can't go. But any other circumstance, I'm team boat. All right, I'd say we pretty much agreed right on the money for that one. Um, kind of a controversial topic we're going to move into next. What is your opinion of water swatting? All for it. All for it? All for it. All right, so defend it. I'm going to pretend like I'm against it. So why the hell would you water swap? Why would I water swap? Because honestly, if I'm smart enough to get that bird to land in my spread where, the, where my shot's going to count. Because honestly, when they're on the water, they're pretty, I mean, other than their head, they're pretty good defense. They're defending pretty good. I mean, yeah, they're defending pretty well, but what about the circumstances that we ran into last year where they didn't even fly into your spread, but yet they just floated out because you were right on top of their roost by accident, which I guess shooting the roost is another question, but we'll get there. Um, no, I'm, I, if, hmm. No, no, I'm an opportunist kind of hunter, okay. and I am totally for water swatting. I am a-okay with it. You, if it's there and you can shoot it, I don't know. I feel like I grew up in the deer woods of Michigan where if it's there, you shoot. You go 15 days, 20 days without seeing a deer. If it's there, if it's down, it's down. <laughs> it's, it's going down. Like if it's going to put the opportunity right there, I'm not going to purposely spook it off the water so I can shoot it. Like no. Okay, that's fair. Now, to be fair, I totally agree with you on that. But I have some kind of conversation about the roost. It. Shooting roost. the roost? Yes. No. No? No. No shooting the roost. No, and, there, and, and I think there's some scientifical backing upon that one. because Now, if it's late season, to last hunt, shoot the roost. I don't care. But you're just teaching a lot of birds and getting them gun-shy very rapidly. Which is why we have the issue now of birds not going back to their roost until right after dark. It's nocturnal birds that they're studying right now. But, no, shooting the roost, I'm totally against. I don't like that one bit. If you have to shoot the roost, I guess so. But the best part, the best way to shoot the roost is... Let them break up. Let them fly around. Let them break up in the morning and come back. Mm-hmm. I'm not a. I don't like shooting the hundred pack of ducks. Let them branch. They'll let go sit branch. on the water and come off five at a time, six at a time, ten at a time. Let and you'll them, get your limit just like that. Let them branch off, and you're not you're not going to teach that many ducks. So shooting the roost, no, I'm not for it. Okay, totally agree with you on that one as well. Um, let's see into our next question for the day. Easy or hard one? Give me going hard. Going okay. hard. That's fine. Um, not really hard, but we'll go complex. What kind of shells do y'all use? Ooh, that's different. This is a different one than we normally get because we don't. We're we're not really a one brand kind of guy. No, we're not sponsored by anybody. We don't have an affiliation with anybody, so we shoot what we can get. Last year, I shot Browning and Trilock, mm-hmm. and a little the, bit of Winchester. And a little bit of but well, Winchester get there. Okay. I shot Browning and Drylock in the beginning of the season. Okay. And then ammunition ran out, and then you couldn't get anything but Super X's. Yep. So we moved. Over, I moved over to Super X's, and that's what I shot. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much what you shot throughout the whole year. Yep. This year, though, we've moved over. We've got a bulk order of Boss Shot shells. We've got Boss Shot shells, and I have Migra sitting there. Yep. So this is our first year using either of those loads. And um, so we'll the boss loads we've got them. mixed. I've got the mixed load three and ha- three and fives, and those patterned very well. I will say I got twos and fours on the micro. Twos and fours on the micro. Patterned them yet, so well, I don't even know. We ought to pattern those maybe this weekend, hopefully, or sometime Something. soon, and maybe get uh, the new duck dog around some guns. Uh, probably because that's a necessity to do here soon too. Yeah. So 
We will definitely get back to you guys on the patterns. Maybe do a whole podcast or some YouTube videos about the patterns would be a good idea. That would be a good idea. Um, so there you go. Those are the shells we use. Uh, we usually stick, for the most part, I'd say to threes. Three All, inch? Three, no, three. Like the, or three shot. Three shot. I stuck to two last Twos? year. Twos? I stuck to two last year's. Um, I think you shot threes most of the year. I shot threes I've most of the year. I've always been a twos fan in my head. Um, but this year, I got twos and fours, and the bosses are threes and fives. Threes so and fives. It's a mixed load. Mixed load. A little different. Now, obviously, <clears throat> the boss is copper-plated bismuth. Yep. Hopefully, we won't cripple as many birds. So, I'm hoping that's better. The Migra is still steel load. It's, yep. just, it's just compound steel load, so... Um, We'll see how they, they do, though. I haven't even taken them out of the box. I'm interested interested to see how that answer will change after we shoot these next two loads and kind of what we think. I haven't even shot a boss load. out of my gun. No, you haven't. So, so We've got a lot of patterning. I don't even know. A great what YouTube I, video coming up for yeah, you guys. I don't know if my gun's going to like it or not. Okay, so you're a little personable for this question. This will probably be either a last or second to last question, but should I get a hunting dog? Ooh. You're right in the middle of the uh, puppy phase with your, what, 12-week now, 11-week now? 12-week. 12-week-old puppy. So uh, go ahead and share share your story thus far on this. I know you're not really into the actual hunting part with your hunting dog right now, but you've got your first few weeks under your belt of being a dog dad, so. Um, no. No? No. I'm no. going to say no. And the reason I'm going to say no is because I think a lot of people, including myself, don't realize how hard training a dog is. Very hard. How much intensity it takes. Getting a hunting dog, I don't think, is a necessity. It's not money you need to spend. It could be spent somewhere else. It's true. You totally can just get in your boat, go get it with a net. You're not going to hurt yourself doing it. We did it. We, that's how we've we done it, it every our whole year, life. And it's fine. I don't think you need the dog. Okay. To say you need a dog is wrong. Okay. I don't think you need a dog at all. I but don't the question was, should I get one? Should you get one? Yes. If you have if, the time to train one, I If you have dog. time to train one, yes. Get one. Because okay. it, it can change, first of all, your buddy aspect, and also your hunting, the way you hunt. It's awesome. Just being able to sit still and have the dog go get birds for you. It would be a game changer, yeah. Hopefully yeah. we get to experience that. But um, <laughs> if, I, if someone says you need one, I disagree. I will agree with that as well. The need is the big changing in that question. Yeah. All right. Give me your dream hunt. Dream hunt. Dream hunt. Dream hunt. Not just not just bird, not just whatever. Give me if you had one hunt to do, if you were gonna die in two weeks, what would be your dream hunt to go on? Oh boy. Uh here's a hard one for you. There you go. Oh Ponder boy. on that one for the next 20 minutes of this podcast. Mmm. Two. The awkward silence that our listeners are—they're waiting your answer. There's two that I'm going back and forth with, but you know what? I I have one. Okay, let's hear. Going to Greenland. Okay. They and you you either sit on rocks or you float hunt on a boat shooting king eiders. That would be a pretty crazy hunt. That would be absolutely bonkers, dude. That would be a bonkers hunt. I've seen. um, Who was it? Peter? Is it? No, I don't remember his name. He did 41. He hunted, okay. he hunted yep. all 41 species. Yep. And they offloaded during COVID and had to do like a week long where they were by themselves in a room and then they had like three days to hunt in Greenland. Yeah. It's insane, dude. It would be insane to do. You shoot eiders and king eiders out there and you float hunt them. I mean, you literally just roll up on a boat and you shoot king eiders. And to be able to... 
I don't know if we'll ever get to experience it. I hope we do. But to be able to hold a King Hydra in your hand. That would be a great experience. That's like... I hope one day we get to. We're counting like, on you listeners to be able to fund this opportunity. So go buy your calls now. That's like <laughs> the most brilliant bird. That would be. There is. So, no, that's definitely got to be there. Now, if it was like... That's like nostalgia, just... So you might crucify me a little bit. My dream hunt wouldn't be... my. If I only could do one more hunt for the rest of my life, it wouldn't be a waterfowl hunt. Oh. It wouldn't be. Oh, I thought we had. I thought we were only talking about waterfall. No, no. This is dream hunt. If you could only do one more hunt, if you could kill one more animal for one more hunt, what would it be? Oh, shit. Well, does that change your answer? Okay, well, while you ponder on that, I'll explain to you mine. Okay. I want to travel to the mountains and do a mountain goat hunt. I love those hunts. Boy. Yeah. Okay. That would be the one hunt that I would do if I was going to die in two weeks. Yeah, really? I would love to do the, the week-long hike. You know, if I'm dying in two weeks, I think they just give me a tag. I wouldn't have to draw it. But it'd be so cool to draw the tag, travel out there, hike the mountains for three days to find a nice billy goat, and just take it down. I love mountain goats. Damn. Now, unfortunately, you know, if it was my last hunt, of course I'd mount it because it'd just be a beautiful thing to mount as well. But I would, I'd love that opportunity to be able to do that. That would be cool. <clears throat> well, you know, we're I back don't to know the pondering. Answers change really because. I feel like I also would love to go to Alaska, to like King Island. Mm-hmm. You can shoot kings there. Harley yeah. Quinn, Brant. You get a little more mixed bag. I think Greenland, though, the nostalgia of being there and just like seeing everything there. That's true. Be amazing. It'd be a beautiful and the scenery. Flight, the flight there, just like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, damn, you got me because my dream hunt, like my all-time dream hunt, actually mm-hmm. does change if you open it up to everything. Well, what is it then? Going to New Zealand and hunting red stags. Ah, there you go. Hunting a red stag with a bow. With a bow. With a That'd bow be a sweet in hunt. New Zealand that would be is, my hunt. Hunt. is my dream hunt. I freaking love those things. You know what I want to do in the next, I'm going to put a date on it. The next five years, you know what I want to travel and go do? Because this is a totally doable hunt. I want to go down to Texas and hunt Axis. Yes. That'd be yes. such a great hunt to do. And I, it's it's so easy to hunt them. You can get tags and go down there. It's you totally can actually doable. get a lot of tags. You, you can. can shoot a lot of Axis down there. Now, I heard... If you're, if you're shooting with a gun, it's not that bad, actually. But um, bow hunting, they said that's one of the actually biggest challenges to uh-huh. bow hunt because of how fast they They're are. They're fast and They're smart. like 25 yards, they'll duck your arrow. Yeah. You don't even think your arrow's moving. Like, they'll duck you, they'll jump you. I mean, but... So in the next five crazy. years, I want to travel down to Texas and do an access The hunt. percentage of bow hunters that take an access home is, is so freaking low. It's only like 15%. Uh-huh. And I think if I remember correctly, Hawaii is the other big state for access hunting. It's Texas and Hawaii. Are I, have, two I, I don't know anything about Hawaii, but like <clears throat> going to Texas to shoot, honestly, shoot your axes or shoot two and then boar hunt. Boar hunt would be fun too. Boar hunt would be just, just to be fun because you're out there just blasting away at boars. Like, that would be great. sweet. Would you want to do like one of the helicopter boar hunts and fly by and just Actually, no. Tag them? No. no, I wouldn't want to do the helicopter one because I feel like, mm, I'd be like, mm, it'd be cool for a one time opportunity. It'd be cool for a one time, but. Your no. dog must be a big fan of our t-shirts because he's getting into some apparel over there. So I'm just a plastic. Who's eating plastic? Well, he, he's a plastic. <laughs> but I think with that being said, with our dream hunts wrapped in the books, hopefully in about five years we can come back on the podcast and tell you guys we officially did our dream hunts. Maybe. But uh, we'll see about that. Again, that's on you guys, so go support our call business. And uh, that'll do it for the day if you, guys, if you don't have anything else to add. I don't. All right, and see you guys next time.